There was something that I saw on an account of someone whom I love very, very much. And I saw a comment or talking about a comment of something that was said to them. And the comment was a lie. It was rude. It was unkind. And it made me so angry that there are people like this out there. And I just, it inspired me to just go into this spiral of, hey, people that I care about, this is how you deal with the haters out there. This is how you deal with negative comments because we can't change them, right? We can't change the other people, but we can change how we view them or how we react or respond. This episode is about that. Welcome to Behind the Red Curtain, where we talk about productivity, practice, performance techniques, overcoming stage fright and performance anxiety, and living your happiest and best life. I'm Chelsea Hart Melcher. I'm an opera singer that built a school of music with my husband, Paul, from scratch. In addition to performing, I focus on sharing my education and experience with students hungry to learn and grow. I'm super passionate about helping performers manage their anxiety, work through the negative self-talk, and grow in confidence. there, Chelsea Melcher here. If this is your first time meeting me, I am an opera singer that has started a music school with my husband and now I I still am performing, but I also my specialization is in helping students, performers, especially vocalists, really work through their self-doubt and help them grow in confidence and work through issues of trusting themselves a little bit more and uh, gaining performance anxiety help and support and mentorship. So I really love working with people and, and performers and it just really brings me so much joy. Today I'm going to talk to you about dealing with negative comments because especially now more than ever it's it's so much easier for people to bully us online because we're putting ourselves out there, right? There's there's YouTube and there's podcasts and there's videos and there's Instagram and Facebook and TikTok and everything, I mean, you name it. And there's so many opportunities for, it's a wonderful thing, first off, because there's so many opportunities for people to discover us and for us to expose ourselves to audience and people that would really be interested in in what we have to offer, which is great. And then the downside of that is that we get a lot of smack sometimes and you can get a lot of hate and um, there's a lot of jealousy, a lot of unkindness, really for no reason sometimes. And so I want to talk to you about dealing with something like that because that can be really painful and it can really affect your self-confidence and how you view yourself and your self-esteem. I mean, it's it's really it's really impactful, even though it shouldn't be, right? You can be like, oh, it shouldn't matter what anybody says and just, you know, throw it off your back and everything will be fine. Like, just totally forget about it. But really, deep down, it can really affect us and we can feel crappy and we can feel... Um, just awful a lot of anxiety it can it can really mess with us it can mess with our mojo it can mess with our motivation and it's 
it's really awful sometimes. And I've been there because life, right? And I get it. And a little comment, one, you can, you can receive so much positive feedback, right? Everybody loves something. Everybody loves a video. Everybody loves a photo. Everybody loves this. And then one person says something rude or hateful or just unkind in general, or, or something that makes you just be like, what, what, why would you, what did you mean? And I, it's hard sometimes to know people's intentions online because you can't, there's not a tone. There's not really a relationship there that you can be like, oh, this is what she meant. I mean, if you know the person, great. You could probably give them the benefit of the doubt. But a lot of times there could be people that you have no idea who they are. You have no idea of their intentions. You have no idea of their story. And then they say something to you that makes you feel a certain way and it, it can be really harmful. So to help with that, these are some things um, that hopefully, hopefully can help. Even though I have to be honest here, it's difficult, right? There's not going to be a one, a one tip magic jar that you're like, oh my gosh, I, I don't ever have to worry about getting upset from stupid comments on the internet or what people are saying or what people think of me. It, it doesn't, it's not always as easy, right? It always affects us because we're human beings. That's, that's how we're wired. And so, but hopefully these things can help a little bit. So number one is, it's not true, okay? Know the truth. It is not true. Whatever they said that was that was hurtful or hateful, or unkind, something like that, it's not true. And you don't have to believe it. So if, if you posted a video and somebody made a comment about, oh, you look stupid, I mean, we do have to have a general idea of how we're presenting ourselves to the world. And of course, there are moments for constructive criticism and feedback said with love. However, if that's not how it's presented, then it's not true. They're not somebody that you should listen to. You should not take that into account. So just remember, if somebody says, oh, you're stupid, oh, you're ugly, oh, you're ridiculous, whatever it might be, or you're not funny and you're a comedian or whatever it is, then just say to yourself, nope, that's not true. You don't have to accept it. There's, there's people that will say, oh, the grass is green. And then there are other people say, no, the grass is brown. No, the grass is purple. So just realize that there is a certain level of opinions involved. And just because somebody says something doesn't mean that it's true. Doesn't mean that you're supposed to believe it. So that's the first thing. Next, to consider the source. So I say this in a lot of my videos because we can have a lot of influences from different things, but it kind of depends on where it's coming from. So is this someone that you know, that you know personally and that really cares about you? And so first of all, if somebody is that, if they fit that bill, why the heck are they saying something like this online? So hopefully, hopefully nobody has to, to experience that where it's somebody that you're really close with doing something like that. Now you might know of the person, maybe they're somebody that they're kind of in your community or, or at school or, or something like that. And you know of them and they're not necessarily the nicest person. And then they say something like that too. So that could be the situation, or it could be a complete stranger and you have no idea who they are. So you have to consider the source and realizing that you don't really know who they are or what their story is. 
something to consider is one of my dear friends said this to me and and how she thinks about things and I'm like yes that makes so much sense I need reminders of it all the time and it's that hurt people hurt people meaning that if somebody has a lot of hurt in their life they have been hurt a lot of times they are the ones that will hurt other people. It's just kind of this negative spiral effect. And so knowing that whether or not you know this person or are aware of this person, they could be hurting in a way that you have no idea. Behind closed doors, maybe there's a lot of depression. Maybe there's a lot of anxiety. Maybe seeing you do something triggers this feeling of, oh, I'm not good enough in them. Maybe it triggers this feeling of, wow, look at how beautiful this person is, or look at how smart this person is. And then that triggers this feeling of, oh gosh, I'm not that way. Or I wish I was that, or I wish I had that. So maybe seeing something of yours triggers that feeling in them. And then they don't really know how to respond well to that. So what do they do? They lash out. They lash out on you to hurt you because then it makes them feel better. And so realizing that hurt people hurt people, it doesn't take the hurt away from you when they do something hurtful or say something hurtful about you, but it helps you really put it into perspective and realizing, oh wow, there's, there's probably a lot going on behind closed doors and maybe they're really suffering. Maybe they're really depressed. Maybe they're really anxious or overwhelmed or really they're dealing with a lot of body image issues, whatever it might be. And, and just trying to, to look from that perspective on them. And so hopefully that, that topic can help a little bit, but in, it's kind of like, well, these people shouldn't be hurting other people. Yes, I know, but you have a, a little paper boy that walks down the street and then some big kids go and beat him up. I mean, yeah, they shouldn't be doing that either. And, and he, he has two choices. One, he has the choice of after he, you know, he cleans himself up and, um, to, to really think about them in a way of like, I hate them. I hate all people walking down the street and I've never will have a good experience. I'm never going to walk down the street again. Or he can say, wow, these people are really troubled souls and they must be really suffering or hurting in their life to feel like they have to hurt me. And I'm not going to keep it let that keep me from living my life and going out on the street again. So that was, it was a poor example in a way, but hopefully you get the idea. And so realizing that considering the source, knowing that it's not true and then realizing where it's coming from, there's probably somebody that's hurting if they're doing something hurtful or stupid uh, to one of your videos or comments or um, pictures, whatever it might be. Okay. So then that doesn't necessarily take away the feeling that it's still hurting you, right? So what do you do about that? Well, you can have an ideas bank for, uh, it's called like a feel-good bank. So anytime, because you, I'm sure that you've gotten compliments. I'm sure that you've gotten nice notes or emails or text messages or phone calls or phone messages or snail mail even, whatever it might be. These things that make you feel good they happen, right? And what I like to do is I like to keep an archive of these things and it's it's like a bank, you know, you, you start keeping things, you put in deposits, you keep putting more and more and more of those in. 
And then I, I have this built up like this big empire of, of feel good things. Okay. Whether, and you can, you can do this so many different ways. You can have, if they're actual paper products, you can have, um, a memory box of some sort of, of things that make you feel good. Or if it's online, um, you can have, put it, make a file in your phone, like for your notes, something like that, where you can easily access it and look at it. And every time you get something that makes you feel good, don't just be like, Oh, that was so nice. Or thank you so much or whatever, put it in your feel good bank. And then when, because when, right, because people are stupid, when somebody says something negative that really has no validation and it's really unkind, then it's, that's almost like a withdrawal from the bank, right? And then you have all of these other things that you can look at to make you feel better, to, to read, to listen to, to make you feel better. And does it take away the hurt? No. However, it does help you realize, okay, I have this many things that are evidence that I'm doing something right, or I'm really trying, or my heart is in the right place. And then there's that thing that totally is non-legit. And yes, it makes an impact on me, but I just have to kind of put it into perspective. And then going through all these feel-good things, it is going to make you feel better. And so you can even use it when you're not getting bullied on the internet of some sort, but you can even use it when you're having a bad day. It's just ideas banks really, um, cause there can be ideas or there can be content banks, things where you, you have thoughts and you really want to archive them so that you can access them later. And you might think, Oh, I'll be fine. It's not going to bother me, but just wait, just wait for that one thing to happen. And then you will really want this, this bank of things that make you feel cherished and valued and special and talented and beautiful and smart and strong and disciplined and motivated. Like that's what you need. That's what you need to be spending your time doing and, and, and thinking about that, right? There's no time to think about those other things. Lastly, we can't really change the fact that people can be stupid, right? There's nothing that we can do to prevent that, especially if you're putting yourself out there. And meaning you have content, you have videos, you have a podcast, you have pictures, whatever it might be. There's no, there's no real protection from people being stupid. Okay. So since there's nothing that you can do about it, all that you can do is how you respond. You can change how you respond to things and and then be that change that you want to see. So you get something that can be really hurtful and you say, okay, you know what? I'm not going to fight back. I delete whatever it is, however you can delete it. And then just say, all right, that person must really be hurting. They, I'm sure that they didn't intend to make that much of an impact on me, but that was just an inappropriate way for them to react to their own hurt. In their life, or maybe I triggered something, a negative emotion that they in, inappropriately responded to in their own life. And then make yourself feel better and say, okay, I realize that even the smallest amount of comment, or maybe a passive aggressive comment, or something can make a huge impact on somebody's day or their self-esteem or their self-confidence or even their life. Sometimes you never know. You hear so many stories of like this one person said this one comment and then it made blah, 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 that much of an impact. I mean, this stuff can be powerful. And so be, 
that change that you want to see in the world. So be that for your students or your friends or your parents, your family, your kids, whatever it might be, be that change. Okay, so hopefully those will help. Remember, it doesn't always take away the feeling of crappiness that you'll get from the inevitable bad, mean, unkind comments, but those are some things to remember and some ways to help cope and make you feel better. So remember, be the change that you want to see. I'm going to take a quick sec to talk to you about something super important. So if you haven't noticed, I'm a positive person. I really like positivity. And if you're like me and you really like positivity and support, then I am officially inviting you to join our private Facebook group. If you haven't already checked it out, check out the private Facebook group, Music Major to Music Professional. It is poppin'. It is the place to be, okay? You can meet all of these new people and there's things exclusively that I give you behind the scenes that I don't release anywhere else. For example, what you'll hear next. And so this also applies to you and your life, wherever you are in your life, whatever goals you have, make sure that they are measurable. And that way at the end of the year, you can go and look back and be like, did I accomplish that? Because it's so hard to be like, did I, was I healthy? Well, I mean, on the, this is or whatever, but if you actually have something like, I want to be, um, I want to give four concerts over the year. That's something that's measurable. Or I want to produce um, four recordings uh, through the course of the year and have my music available on yada, 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 or whatever it may be. Um, or I want to have um, five new students and that I teach them yada, 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 or, or something like that. So wherever you are in your journey, those, those goals are measurable. That's step one, all right? And actually, if I'm speaking your language, then what are you waiting for? join the group. So you want to get access to all these amazing tips. These are things behind the scenes, these are things that I don't release in other places. You need to check out this Facebook group. It's called Music Major to Music Professional. It is for people that will be going as a music major or are currently a music major all the way up through like 60 years old and beyond. If you are a music teacher, this is awesome for you. If you are a performer, this is awesome for you. There really is no age limit and it has a community of people together and it's a positive place. We don't like those types of things that people will instigate conflict or make someone else feel insecure or have some kind of snide remark. Anything like that, if that is your style, do not join this group. This is an exclusive group that is a safe space. So, see you there.